This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. You know what I mean when I say a near miss, right? I mean, something close, Brock. Something that could have just or just narrowly missed you. A near miss. Yes. Yeah. Welcome back to the program, folks. Brock Richardson. That's that guy. I'm Kelly McDonald. What I'm talking about is a Jim Crisco sighting. A near miss. The guy was actually in this building. In this space recently. Let's bring him on board as he's here for his regional report with us. Jim Crisco out there uh, in Edmonton covering off things on his beat. James, uh, I was just telling Brock, man, a near miss. Almost got to visit with a Crisco, with an oil man. How many times <laughs> you get to meet an oil man face to face? It was so close, Kelly. So close. And you know what? It, I mean, a, a Jim Crisco sighting is a little bit like a Bigfoot sighting. I mean, That's people, right. They'll mention it, but then nobody believes them. They well, see it, so. And they even thought, that was Brock, this didn't happen, but they thought he was at the World Juniors. They thought, some people thought, <laughs> because the arenas were so empty, there might be a Crisco up there in the corner. The lights weren't quite shining, in the, but they thought that. Was there any thought, <laughs> any Mr. Truth? Crisco, of going or truth? Well, you, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's kind of funny, Brock, because you know this time of year, uh, although we, this Edmonton is, you know, a hockey town, just like Toronto and just like Calgary, but in the summer, it's a real hard sell. Like it's hard to convince people no when it's kidding. beautiful outside to go in and watch hockey. So it, it did kind of go through my mind for a second. And then, then I thought, no, you know what? I can see the highlights on TV. Uh, well, you got a football <laughs> team that can't win. And let's be honest, James, in the wintertime, it's a hard sell because, ah, up the road, we've got Calgary. That's a real hockey team. Uh-oh. Oh, uh-oh. did you really just go there? Uh-oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Oilers, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Oilers management. But anyway, we've got other things to talk about. It's still the summer. Should we start in your dear Alberta and talk about an Edmonton organization uh, is really trying to in- create an inclusive experience in Alberta waters, with Alberta waters. James, explain. Yeah, this is such a great initiative, and and uh, what it is is there's a a, a local family here, uh, the Pollock family, who have for very many many years enjoyed, you know, all the water activities in Alberta, the the fishing and the water skiing and all everything else. So they found themselves on the water a lot, and they really wanted to share that with people. And so what they did was they they wanted to make an inclusive experience uh, for for folks who may not be able to easily get on the water otherwise. Uh, so they created this. Uh, it's an it's a nonprofit society here or um, organization here in Alberta, uh, where they called Accessible Waters, where they wanted to 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 invite people uh, who may you know be wheel, wheel, wheelchair users or have mobility issues, etc., uh, to be able to come on the water with them and enjoy. So what they did was they took um, uh, one of their boats and they made it completely wheel, wheelchair accessible. And, uh, and so, you know, they, they, they've are able to give tours. They're able to get people on the water. Uh, right now they've done a lot on the North Saskatchewan river, which is the river that runs through, uh, Edmonton, um, taking people out there, 
uh, A, to enjoy the water, and B, to give them a vantage point that they, you know, you don't normally get here. We drive over the river a lot. We don't get, get a chance to be on the river that much. So uh, so it's just, a, you know, a really, really wonderful uh, project that they have, and they want to expand it to more places in Alberta, and they want to expand it to more, uh, you know, not just going on the water, but maybe fishing or, mm-hmm. you know, enjoying the water that way, being more interactive with it. We've talked about that vernacular, the the river valley there and the, the importance of that area. And, Jim, I often wonder um, what, I mean, we know there's TV shows done out that way. What ambassadors get people to understand Alberta is so rich in uh, land like that, in really unique places like the River Valley and stuff like that. I don't think that's what people think right off the bat, is it? And and reminding them, hey, man, you think BC's got something? We've got it too. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what? I think it's a it's a prairie problem, Kelly. It, it's where uh, you know Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba are blessed with beautiful lakes and rivers and such, but it's not what we're known for. You know, we, we, you know, in Alberta, certainly we're known for the Rockies on one side of the of the province and such, but really we've got beautiful bodies of water to explore if you're able to uh, to to get out there and get on them. And you know, same with with Saskatchewan, beautiful lakes uh, and rivers. So it, you're right, Kelly. It's a little bit of of marketing. We don't necessarily promote it, but it's here, and the locals know. Uh, it's just a matter of sharing it with others. Yeah. I mean, the most I used to hear as a kid was, hey, Alberta doesn't have any rats. But I heard the rat <laughs> patrol is long since gone. So uh, that that ship has sailed too. <laughs> Love it. Always good. Over to Manitoba, where the province has committed to spending over a million dollars on on a provincial park. How will this impact accessibility particularly? Well, uh, Brock, what they're doing is uh, they've committed or they've announced a $1.1 million uh, improvement fund for provincial parks. And they've they've invested a lot of it, it appears, into accessibility, which is just just wonderful. Uh, it's through the Provincial Parks Endowment Fund. And uh, they're going to support 64 improvement in, uh, projects across Manitoba, uh, including accessibility at Birds Hill, uh, park. It's an, uh, with an accessible path to the washrooms uh, and at the West Beach and paving uh, of the Burr Oak parking lot, so making that more accessible. In White Shell, they have eight new accessible campsites uh, will be built along with upgrades to the 17 existing accessible campsites, so they're improving and expanding. Uh, they have 10 new accessible button door openers that will be installed on public buildings uh, such as camp offices, washrooms, and shower facilities. Uh, three accessible campsites will also be added to Grand Beach. So these are just some of the uh, initiatives from this fund that will see the either improvement or expansion of accessibility uh, in these parks, which is fantastic because once again, um, you know, in the on the prairies, we love getting out to these parks in the summer and enjoying them. It it always seems so, you know, simple to talk about accessibility. But it's putting those plans into action and saying this is what we're going to do. And I liked you were talking about you know making pathways more accessible to bathrooms. Those are the things where we sort of take those for granted, Jim. Where it's like, okay, well, you know, how do they get to the bathroom? Well, I don't know. And so by putting you know accessible pathways to 
just a necessity is something really good. So really glad to see that they're putting a focus on accessibility in parks because sometimes those are the things that get all too forgotten in today's world. Uh, absolutely. And, and Brock, you, you have to think that some of these parks, like I'm not sure about the provincial parks, but certainly even our national parks, some of them are 100 years old. Mm-hmm. And they were created at a time when there was they didn't think at all about accessibility. And now as they are improving and and, you know, trying to improve the infrastructure, they can think about accessibility and they can put stuff in, even to parks that have been around a long time and improve their usage and improve the access, you know, the the ability of people to enjoy them. So uh, it's great to see that they, you know, it seems to be front of mind and let's keep it that way. Yeah, sounds so wonderful. And finally, a young man from Manitoba who might be familiar to the AMI audio and TV audience just had an opportunity to work with Stevie Wonder's music producer. Uh, Jim, how did this happen? Well, this is, uh, I feel very close to this story because it's Brett Devlu. And if uh, we, once back in the day when I was still a videographer, we went out and interviewed him. Um, he's from just outside of, of Winnipeg, uh, Stonewall, actually Manitoba. And he was a young man. He was about uh, maybe 15 or 16 at the time. He was blind. He was posting these faceboard, RF faceboards, these, these uh, skateboard videos on Facebook and on the, on, online um, of him skateboarding. And it became he became kind of a sensation that way. He created his own clothing line called the Blind Kid uh, Skateboard Apparel. And um, and he, then he went off to Vancouver to go to university and he became a musician and a singer. So he released a song recently and uh, it ended up getting shared by a number of people, including uh, a smartwatch company that he has been uh, involved with. And it got to Stevie Wonder, who heard it and loved it. And Stevie Wonder's music producer called Brett and said, would you like to work on on something with Stevie Wonder? And Quite obviously, Brett said yes, of course, and has worked on some music uh, with with Stevie Wonder's producer. He hasn't met Stevie Wonder yet, but I'm sure he will shortly. Um, and uh, Stevie Wonder had a had a great quote about it. I haven't heard the song yet, but uh, I, I I'm wanting to to hear it. But um, Stevie Wonder said about the song, he says that you write like you can see, and he wanted mm. to do a project with you. So what an, what a great quote from Stevie Wonder and you know, really a legend. Who who else would you like to be sort of recognized by and discovered by than Stevie Wonder? So a great job for Brett. Brett is a super, super nice guy. Uh, you know, I met him when he was very young and he, at the time even he was so mature, uh, such a, a, a great, you know, person and a great interview. And, and uh, uh, I'm just cheering for him on the sidelines here. Did you uh, drop him a line yet? <laughs> yeah, not yet. Uh, you know, when he gets when he gets really big and he moves to oh, to, that's to LA when you'll bother yeah. him and stuff, and it won't be the exactly. cover of story, but it'll be. So, do you guys have a guest house or anything yet? Have you purchased <laughs> that? I'd like to help you pick one out, a property with one. That is really amazing for him, and to be caught up in Stevie Wonder's net, and I, I, I mean in the sense of guidance, support, and people who you really might be able to point Brett in that right direction. Absolutely tremendous. James, uh, excellent stuff. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Have a great week, guys. The near miss, uh, James Crisco. Yeah, you might see him somewhere. Oh, maybe not. 
But just remember, just blink, blink twice just to see if he's for real. Uh, joins us. We talk to our regional content specialist on Wednesdays and uh, Fridays here on Kelly and Company. In the next hour, Alicia Yardley from AMI's Human Resources Development Department joins us to talk about employment. Let's talk a little bit more about barbecues and picnics before summer runs out. Uh, we'll get to primping and ideas with independent living skills specialist Leanne Barda. Up next, Bill's here too. He's in the building. Not a near miss. Sorry, Brock, about your luck. He's here for the buzz in just a moment. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.